This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome once again to The Drop Podcast. It is episode 283. And in this episode, we're going to be recapping the Blues' eighth win in a row, a big win over the Arizona Coyotes last night. Before we get into that, those people that aren't from the Midwest do not understand what our weather is like. Yesterday, it was around 61, 62 degrees, just beautiful outside. Today, we have a possibility of getting, oh, around two to three inches of snow. So this weather in the Midwest is crazy. It's one of the few places in the country where that can happen. One day it can be 25 degrees, 20 degrees, snow three inches, get an inch of ice. The next day it can be 58 degrees. The next day it could be 63, then back down to 40. But then we might get two weeks of temperatures under 25 degrees. And then three days of 60 degree weather. It is nuts. We get all types of weather here in the Midwest. Enough about our forecast and our weather. I want to talk about the Blues and how successful they've been recently. Almost everybody I have seen online gives the credit for this recent winning streak all to Jordan Bennington. Bennington's the reason the Blues are winning. Bennington's the reason the Blues are the hottest team in the league. Don't get me wrong. I love Jordan Bennington. But there's much, much more to this. I give about 60% of the credit to the defense, maybe even 70. Some of you may think I'm nuts, but I'm going to give you a couple stats here. In Bennington's 13 starts, the Blues have only allowed more than 30 shots two times. Over his past seven games, the Blues have only allowed, on average, 23.4 shots a game. When you do that, it takes the pressure off of your goaltender It's huge for Jordan Bennington to come in and play when your team is doing that. And the defense, in my mind, is not getting enough credit. Not only are they cutting down on shots, they're scoring goals. They've been the biggest part of the Blues scoring recently besides Tarasenko. Let's go ahead and get to a couple of those saves that Jordan Bennington had to make. Sent around here by Petrangelo. He can't get it out. Coyotes on the counter. Good look here, Keller. Keller shoots, it's blocked. Oh, Keller behind it, tried to go short side, Galchenyuk stopped. Yeah, That's what we're talking Number about, Clayton Keller seven. never looks down at the puck. Head up the entire way, great to Galchenyuk, who just couldn't elevate that puck over the right pad of Bennington. If he did, that's a goal. And a drive by Chikrin, save, rebound, and Bennington a great save on the rebound off. Jordan Wheel had a wide open goal. So Bennington wasn't tested a lot last night, But he did what he had to do. When Arizona had some good opportunities, he made those saves. And that's all you can ask of a goaltender. As I said earlier, the Blues defense played great. They've been scoring a lot. And last night was no exception. Here's with the faceoff. Petrangelo around. Rink wide feed to Schwartz with Edmondson. Up the middle, Edmondson. A shot. He scores! Joel Edmondson! And the Blues grab a 1-0 lead. Kind of a flutterer type of puck right there. 
And as he took a swat at it, it was on end, and it looked like it squirmed right between the arm on the short side, on the blocker side of Darcy Kemper. Definitely was a knuckleball right there, a flutter puck. That all started with a great pass in the D zone from Alex Steen to a streaking Jaden Schwartz. Schwartz puts it on Edmondson's stick, bouncing puck. Edmondson puts it in goal, and the Blues are up one to nothing. That goal by Edmondson would be a second of the year. Schwartz gets his 20th assist, and Alex Steen gets his 12th assist. Three minutes, 33 seconds in, the Blues are up one to nothing. You know, the Blues didn't get a ton of shots in this period. They only got seven, but the Blues defense really played well. They only allowed the Coyotes to get six shots on Jordan Bennington. And even though the Blues only got seven shots, they would get another goal, and it would be from their hottest hand, Vladimir Tarasenko. Rickman Larson just hands it to Tarasenko. Now in the slot, Sundquist. Great pass, Edmondson shoots. He scores! Edmondson again! It may have been tipped by Tarasenko, and the Blues with a 2 nothing lead. Great pass on the forecheck as Vladdy Tarasenko gets in there. He's the first man in, and Oliver Ekman Larson inexplicably let this puck just go. I think he's thinking he's going to play it harder to his forward, but he didn't bank it off the boards hard enough. And with that comes the turnover, and wow, great hands by Vladdy Tarasenko on the backhand. He kind of on the back side of his the blade. He goalie's got no chance. It's going high, and then it just gets knocked down low. A great pass from Sunquist over to Edmondson. Edmondson, again, not afraid to shoot, takes a shot. Vladdy's right in front of the goal. Just a beautiful deflection. It changes direction big time, and there's nothing that Kemper can do to make that save. That goal by Tarasenko would be his 23rd of the year. Edmondson with the initial shot gets his seventh assist. Sunquist with that great pass gets his ninth assist. 15 minutes, 31 seconds into the first. The Blues are up two to nothing. And the Blues would go into the locker room with that same score. Heading into the second period, there also weren't a ton of shots on goal by either team. The Blues had eight, and Arizona only had six. But out of those eight, one of them would get past Kemper. And who else is it going to be but Vladimir Tarasenko? Tipped in by Shin. Thomas threw his legs to Shin. Now to Tarasenko, shoots. He scores! Tarasenko is ninth power play goal, and the Blues with a 3 nothing lead. Outstanding shot to the far side. I had a great angle of it on the glove side, about 15 inches off the ice. And the goaltender moves over to his right and leaves the glove side vacated as Jake Allen gives him a high five as he comes back. But the entry into the offensive zone has been really spurred and keyed by Robert Thomas. I like the way he's getting into the offensive zone, and then he makes a smart play. If there was any rebound whatsoever, but that was a clean goal. The Blues get a power play opportunity in the second period. They take advantage of it in under 40 seconds. Shin gets the puck into the offensive zone, gets it to Thomas. Thomas passes it between his legs back to Shin. Shin gets it to Tarasenko. Beautiful pass, and Tarasenko puts it past Kemper. That goal would be Vladdy's second of the night and 24th of the year. Shin with that great pass gets his 26th assist. And Thomas, with that beautiful between-the-leg pass to Shin, gets his 14th assist. Power play goal, 16 minutes, 21 seconds in. Going into the third period, the Blues are looking comfortable. All they've got to do is make sure that Arizona doesn't put a lot of pressure on Bennington and that they continue to play strong defense 
and continue to put pressure on Kemper. There weren't a ton of shots in the third period, but there were more in the third period than there were in either other periods. The Blues would get nine shots on goal, and Arizona would get nine shots on goal. But again, it would be the Blues to get the only goal in the period, and Robert Bertuzzo was sitting back thinking to himself, hey, if one of my fellow defensemen's going to get a goal, I've got to get a goal too, and he did. 12 minutes, 3 seconds in, he gets his second goal of the year to give the Blues a comfortable 4 to nothing lead. And now Maroon to the back for Bortuzzo to Sundquist. Line backhand, feed for Dunn. Bortuzzo wide open, shoots, he scores! Another goal for the Blues' defense, and it's 4 nothing. You can see the traffic go in front of Darcy Kemper. And as Robert Bortuzzo let this one go, the goaltender doesn't see it. Not the hardest shot in the world, but perfectly placed with the way that the traffic was going in front of Kemper. This all started with Braden Shen on an extended shift. He nearly got drilled behind the net on a shot. And the Blues go nicely from the goal line to the point. Dunn makes a nice fake move and plays it right over to his partner, Robert Bortuzzo. And Bortuzzo's shot, just a quick shot, with both Oscar Sundquist in front of the net and Patrick Maroon, and that caused enough of a screen for the goaltender, Darcy Kemper. Just some great puck movement in the offensive zone by the Blues. Bartuzzo takes what a lot of people would think is an innocent-looking shot, but Kemper was definitely screened in front of the net, and Bartuzzo puts the Blues up 4 to nothing. Dunn gets his 17th assist. Sunquist gets his 10th assist, 12 minutes, 3 seconds in. The Blues come out of this game with a big 4 to nothing win, and they're 8th in a row. Let's go ahead and get to the stats of the game. The Blues had 24 shots on goal. The Coyotes had 21. The Blues won the faceoff battle 56% to 44%. The Blues were 1 for 3 on the power play. The Coyotes were 0 for 3. The Coyotes outhit the Blues. 40 to 22, and the Blues outblocked the Coyotes 19 to 17. Let's get to the postgame interviews. We're going to hear from Bennington, Edmondson, Tarasenko, and then of course Coach Craig Berube on the Blues' eighth win in a row. You tied a franchise record with uh, seven consecutive uh, wins by a rookie goalie. Huh? Your thoughts? It's a nice uh, thing to hear, I guess. But um, you know, I'm more excited about uh, the direction the team's heading and. Um, you know how disciplined we're being and selfless, and uh, it's uh, fun to be a part of the team right now. This seemed like a uh, maybe one of your most precise, focused uh, wins as a team. I mean, it just seemed like uh, you were you were never really in any trouble. I know you had a few tough saves, but uh, yeah, we came out strong, and um, you know, at the start of every period, we came out hard, and uh, that really set the tone for the rest of the period. And um, throughout the game, we made great plays, smart defensive plays, and um, we, we competed and. Uh, Special teams were great tonight, so uh, yeah, I think we, we had a great game. Right? I don't know. I switched it up. I had a bagel, so maybe maybe that was it. But I felt good out there. With cream cheese or plain or uh, with butter and honey. What do you normally eat pregame? I usually have a bowl of yogurt with some berries and maybe an English muffin. But today went with a bagel. Are you a superstitious type? Might you try that again? Yeah. I'll definitely go back with a bagel. It's been a long time between goals, but do you, you uh, I mean, did you get frustrated at all, or you, you know your role on the team? Yeah, I know my role, but, you know, you, you obviously want to help out whenever you can. So I, I was starting to, you know, set in, and I really wanted to, you know, get on the board and help the team out. So, um, you know, it was nice to be able to do that right off the bat and get the, the, the boys rolling off to an early start. So, um, like I said, 
you know, I'm a usually stay at home defenseman, so whenever I can chip in, uh, it's just a treat. Was that one a double poster, the one that hit the post? Did it hit both? Or? That's what some of the guys are saying. I, I don't know. I just saw the one post and then some guy skating in front of me, so I couldn't see, but uh, that would have been nice to have that one too. Yeah, and then uh, you get a nice assist on the, the Tarasenko goal. What what you see on that play? Yeah. Um, just a you know nice play by him. Or he was crashing the net. I was just trying to shoot it on net, and he got a stick on it. Um, that's what we've been preaching. We just want to get bodies to the net, and um, you know try to take the goalie's eyes away. So, um, like we said, good things happen when you go to the net. Bortuzzo, he saw what you did, and he had to do it, huh? Yeah, it's funny. Before the game, me and me and Bobo were talking that we both need to get one tonight, and. You know, it's weird things happen like that. So um, it's nice to see him get, on, get him get on the board too. So uh, whenever a guy like me, Bobble, or Bo score, uh, I think it gets the whole team excited. Really? Was it? Were you on the ice when you said that, or in here? Or? It was. I think it was before the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was right before the game, or maybe morning skate. But we definitely talked about it. We're, we were both due for a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh just defensively, uh, uh, you guys seem very, you know, very sharp all night. Uh, what, uh, just a continuation of the way you've been playing? Or? Yeah, I thought we, we played good defensively. Uh, you know, it wasn't a perfect game, but we played good enough. Um, Binner was, you know, he was back to his old ways. You know, he's still playing good. So uh, we were just collapsing bodies in front of the net and, you know, trying to block as many shots as we can. And, you know, I don't think we gave him too much tonight, but when, we, when they had a chance, Binner was there to save him. I get away a little bit this season from uh, counting like goals and points uh, because of the start, and you know, just try to enjoy the game now. You know that uh, obviously I'm not gonna lie; it feel nice. It feel nice. It's going in, and uh, you know, it feel more nice. It's helping the team win. So, you know, like I said, atmosphere is unreal. It's just uh, you know, pleasure to be here right now, and we just enjoy our time all together. I might say this every time, but that's you know, that's true right now. Thomas has been on, on the top power play unit just a few games now. Does he add a little something to that? Yeah, he's a you know skilled player who can make plays, and you know, obviously you can see his play to Braden uh, on the power play today. And you know he just uh, is uh, you know young kid still. He has a lot of stuff to learn. We try to help him, but you know he's doing a great job, and you know we hope he will improve and keep going. He's playing really well. What's the main reason why your team's on this run? I think uh, relationships inside the team. I think the way uh, everybody treats each other now, right now, playing for each other, you can see on the games, like whoever get like something, the people step up for him every time, like guys hold together on the ice. And I feel like, you know, I'm sure teams who don't have good relationships never won. So, you know, that's uh, what we try to build here and build here already. We'll try to continue to do the same thing. This morning, when, when you get goals from Edmonton and Bortuzzo, do you know it might be a good night? Well, <clears throat> they shoot the puck and, you know, do good things and get the puck to the net with traffic and people around there, good things happen. Do you uh, you encourage even those guys, that they're more stay-at-home types, to, to shoot? Oh, yeah, definitely. All our D can shoot. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of a defenseman you are. So we use our D a lot in the offensive zone, and um, we, we, want, we encourage them to shoot pucks and get it through and make plays down there. You're in third place now. I'm guessing you might have seen that score or no? No, I did not see any scores at all. Yeah, Dallas lost, so you're in third place. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> no celebration just yet? No, not even close. A lot of, a lot of work to do. So.
Vladdy stays hot, uh, you, you, you got to like that when, when a guy's on the Yeah, he's, he's working. Like I, I just like the way he's skating, to be honest with you. Like I thought in the first period, really noticeable driving wide with speed, trying to cut the corner on D-man, taking it to the net, things like that. You know, he's skating. That's a good thing. Does he look almost a, a little faster lately or no? Um, well, when you're scoring, you feel better about yourself, that's for sure. So maybe that's all it is. Uh, Jordan Bennington uh, tied a franchise record, seventh consecutive uh, victory for a rookie goalie. Uh, we've asked you about him a lot, but uh, just your thoughts on yeah, No, that's thing. great. Great job by him and the team. Uh, but, you know, he's doing a good job. Yeah, I mean, he's um, given us a chance to win. I've said that a number of times. Made some big saves uh, tonight. And the team's playing really well in front of him. Yeah, I wanted to maybe elaborate on that. It seemed like your de your defense uh, once again, uh, uh, good sticks, uh, keeping the net front as, as clean as possible. And this is a team, as you mentioned, that's that's Arizona team that's pretty fast in the open ice. Yeah, we we're, were you know obviously concerned as uh, coach and staff going into this game. They got some uh, fast forwards. They're a competitive team. I think the, their coach has done a real good job of keeping them in the fight and the race, and um, very competitive team. So. We were concerned, but our D had great gaps all night. And then when they had to in the D zone, they did a good job closing quick with sticks, and they're heavy. It seems like I'm running out of good things to say. The Blues have been playing so great lately. But it comes down to several things. A very strong defense, not allowing the other team to get great opportunities, not allowing the other team to get a lot of sustained pressure against Jordan Bennington. The defense is scoring. Tarasenko's scoring, the other forwards are contributing, and Bennington, when he needs to make a save, makes the save. This team is playing the best hockey that I've seen out of any team in the league this year. That's not an overstatement. If you watch them over their last 10-11 games and you don't see that, something's wrong. Yeah, there are other teams that are playing well, but the Blues have dominated almost every game they've won. Some of them have been close, but overall, they've just looked like a team that can't be beat. And if they continue to do that, they may end up holding on to that third-place spot in the Western Conference. No matter how the Blues get into the playoffs, the seventh spot, the eighth spot, the third spot, it doesn't matter to me. Let's just get them in the playoffs, and right now it looks like they're going to get there. Is it a given? No. Because just as the Blues have gotten hot, Another team could get hot or two teams could get hot and the Blues could lose a couple in a row. I don't see that happening, but it could. I do think it's going to be a tough game in Colorado on Saturday. I don't want fans looking at this game thinking it's going to be an easy W. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and of course, let's go Blues! Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! 
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.